Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Carlos Mencia and welcome to the Laughing and Living podcast. So it's Wednesday before Thanksgiving and I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I really, it, it was weird. So I made the mistake of falling asleep watching uh, Supernatural and I had the awesomest slash craziest slash what the fuck dream. And I woke up from the dream maybe four or five times. And every time I woke up, I kept going back to the same dream. And it was the devil was taking over the world. And I don't know if you watch Supernatural, but it's right now where they're fighting the darkness and it's always good and evil and the world is going to end. And it's no different except for this time. It's the darkness. But anyway, so I'm fighting the devil with this uh, young girl. I don't, I don't know who she is. I've never seen her before. And the shit felt so real. And it was funny because normally when I have dreams, I'm myself, but I know I'm a comedian and you know, I know I do stand up. This was completely enveloped. I literally had no other aspirations, nothing else on my mind except for saving the world. And so in the beginning, I meet this girl and she tells me that we have to get together and fight the devil. And I guess me and this girl was kind of half this and half heroes, the, the new heroes where I got to catch up on it too. But these two twins are trying to save the world and I'm, I'm, I'm in this dream and the devil is following me and I'm chasing him. And then we get in a car and we leave but the devil finds us and the devil finds us because everybody around us knows who we are and that we're trying to fight the devil. So then I wake up, I go back to sleep. I'm back at the same fucking hotel where they caught me. So then we got to jump out of the fifth story of this building. And I don't know how we floated down. It, we went really fast and then we floated to the bottom and then when we got to the bottom, a taxi picked us up and the cab driver only had one arm and he kept asking us if his driving was okay. And he was trying to tell us how his job is fucked up and that Uber is, is killing his job and he's not making the kind of money. So then I was like, well, maybe you should go to Uber, but he's like, but they don't have any benefits and blah, blah, blah. And then we get into a crash. The car flips over five times. Me and this girl get out of the car and then I lose her and then I wake up. I come back. I'm at the fucking airport and she's sitting next to me and uh, the devil is flying the plane. And I know that he's flying the plane because I hear the announcement and I recognize his voice and I'm trying to scream to everybody like that's the devil on the flight. And they think I'm like a terrorist. So I get tackled by this dude with a gun and I'm like how do you have a gun and he happens to be a marshal and I'm like how is a marshal on a plane and then he picks me up and I'm kind of like okay well I guess you're the marshal but then I'm like no but the devil's in there and then his eyes turn red so I realize he's one of them and I'm screaming he's one of them he's one of them so he kind of just falls back and I don't know what's going on so the girl that I was with she knocked him out somehow so we run to the middle of the plane, open the emergency exit, and there were people there, but they were sleeping, and 
they were everybody else is screaming the plane is already moving we jump out and of course that's where the wing is we jump out the back of the wing and land there and then all of a sudden it was nighttime and i wake up again and i go back and now we're in a farm in the middle of nowhere and the clouds are turning black and the moon is red and I'm trying to figure out who this girl is. And then I look back and there's a bunch of people coming toward us with like blue eyes, but like not regular, normal blue eyes with blue eyes from like that, like there's a light behind them. And then ahead of us coming toward us and we're in the middle of the runway are a bunch of people with red eyes and the darkness is coming, I think from our left. And I'm looking at this girl and I'm like, how the fuck are we supposed to fight this? And she tells me, well, you have powers. And I'm like, well, what do you mean I have powers? And she's like, that's the whole point. You have powers. And I didn't realize what powers I had. So I jumped up and I could fly and I'm flying around and then I look and then lasers come out of my eyes. And so I'm using lasers as I'm flying to kill the bad guys with the red eyes. And I look down and she's, it's not lightnings, but it's like, like, like the blue lightsaber light, but they're like rays are coming out of her fingers and she's killing them. And they're shooting at us and the darkness is eating some of our people and the sound of the devil is everywhere and we're crying for God to come and help, but God is nowhere to be found and we're fighting. And in the middle of the fight, my alarm went off because I had to get up and at, at 730 in the morning and do a radio interview and I never went back to sleep. But uh, it was one of the worst radio interviews on telephone I've ever done because I was in such a weird place. I couldn't get out of this dream. It took me hours to get out because I just felt like if it was so real and the world was ending and I didn't know what to do. And that, that was crazy, man. It, it, and now I'm so happy that I had it. I've been having a lot of dreams lately. And uh, I talked to my therapist about it and he was like, that's a good thing. You know, normally adults stop having dreams because we stop imagining and stop thinking and you know we go to sleep wanting to rest as opposed to waking up eager and going to sleep I'm sorry going to sleep eager to wake up so your mind is like wondering and in amazement and um I guess the thing I'm getting out of this is I'm in a really mentally good place finally after all the stuff that's went down and I'm fired up I'm gonna be doing a special shooting a filming a special next uh, week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday in Miami. Actually, when this comes out on Tuesday, I'm going to be performing that night at a comedy club and we're going to be uh, performing there while Cisco's going to open, but I'm going to be doing, it's, it's a really tiny comedy club. It's called the Comedy Inn in Miami. It literally only seats 90 to 96 people and... You know, interestingly enough, I've done so many big venues and had so many huge stages and ran around these stages. And yet some of my best performances have been at comedy clubs where I was able to be slightly more grounded and not so over the top and big and and so physical in nature that this is going to 
be a completely different thing for audiences to see and for me to perform for big audiences because normally when I do big shows, I, I, I pump up for them and I get ready for them and it's a different mentality normally because it's like, this is special, I got to blow it up and yet I'm still going to be feeling that but I'm not going to be able to run around and I don't have to be huge because there's only 90 people there. And so the performance is going to be very focused and centered as opposed to huge and rock and roll like. So I got this weekend to look forward to, to see how I'm going to put this together. I've been doing a lot of the jokes, you know, for the past couple of years trying to put this together, but now it's crunch time and I'm excited. I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. The turnaround time is going to be very, very short. So we're going to be, you guys are going to be able to, within weeks of me doing this, uh, see it possibly, most likely on Netflix. And so, um, yeah, I'm getting this done. I'm going to do it. I'm fired up. My brain is ready, firing on all cylinders. I'm like a little kid. I'm dreaming about crazy stuff and I'm loving it. I'm loving this. I'm loving this podcast. I'm loving the fact that there is no time. There is no place. There is no space. Wherever I want to do it, I'm going to do it. And at the end, you know, it's going to be a compilation of the week. I don't know that anybody does this. And so I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm fired up. And uh, we'll see uh, what the next segment brings. But man, let's see what dreams may come. What dreams may come true. What dreams are accomplished. And all of that through just a child's imagination and wonder. And I think we let life beat us up a lot and tell us what we can and cannot do. And it's a beautiful thing to feel like you can accomplish anything, like you can overcome anything. Like it's not even meant to be overcome. It's meant to be lived. Just live it. That's where I'm at. I'm living it. I hope that you're feeling it and I hope that this influences you in some way. Go out there and dream and live it, man. What the next seven may bring, I have no idea, but I'll talk to you in a few. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. So I have this idea that I got and uh, feel me if you follow on this one. I believe that after Thanksgiving, I thought to myself, you know what? We had so many different foods. By the way, I hope you guys uh, had a great Thanksgiving um, and, and I hope that you wake up every morning as I do and uh, take a few minutes to be grateful for things in my life that I have, that I've experienced, that I'm going to experience. Um, I go through this little thing. It's just like a morning ritual, a prayer, if you will. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful every day. It just makes me a, a better person. I function on a better level. Uh, you know what? Some other time I'll get into it. But here's the deal, because we had, you know, a few different types of people uh, at, at this gathering that I went to. Everybody, everybody brought something different and it ended up being just a bunch of cultural foods, which, by the way, I fucking love. I love that about America. I just think that the whole turkey thing has kind of gotten lost in it. And I don't want the tradition, so to speak, to change. Here's what I think we need to do. We need to have Thanksgiving be the traditional day, right? Where people don't bring tamales and they bring tabbouleh and these other people bring, you know, baklava. I think that what we should do is have like an immigrant's day or I don't know what you would call it. Um, 
it's it would be like a Thanksgiving, but in it, you know, instead of it being attached to the Indians and Native American and the whole story, that it's attached to people like me and all of us in some way who are so grateful that we live in America, so thankful that we got to be here, so thankful that we made the move, our parents made the move, our grandparents, our ancestors, whoever it is, whoever all those people are that go on Ancestor.com and they're like, I wonder where I come from. And then you're like, oh my God, my father was on the ship and he was on this island. It's like, whatever that is, and, and then you know it, that you feel it, or you have a grandmother that comes over and does the purple cabbage or whatever, the gawumpkies, it doesn't matter. I think that there should be a day. And you know what? I haven't thought this through because I should have come up with a name and, and been full on it. Maybe you guys can help me out. And uh, if you want to do it on the Twitter feed, of course, everything is at Carlos Mencia or, or Facebook or Instagram. It doesn't matter. Just let me know what you think this day is called. But I think it would be grateful day, you know, a thankful day, but a thankful day specifically for the immigrant experience so that we can celebrate all that stuff. So you can dress, you know, in, in you can you can do the whole thing. You know what I mean? My family comes from um, Honduras. That's pretty much our heritage. Um, there's a rumor going around that I'm German or something. Um, the word uh, wholeness, the last name wholeness, which is my father's and my grandfather was from the Cayman Islands and I don't know where they come from. So I'm actually going to do a DNA test really soon and see where I come, where that lineage comes from. But of course, my mom and dad uh, uh, from Honduras, my mother who raised me is uh, Mexican. But anyway, I, I, I wouldn't mind coming, you know, dressed in that. Like if I was going to dress like a Honduran, I would get those. When I used to live there, we used to have these uh, botas and, and, and th those were like the, the big boots. And uh, if not, these nylon pants, just like a whole T-shirt with some holes in it. And then uh, this uh, this uh, hat. And and then there was a nice version of that with the botinas. The botinas are the, the little tiny boots that go a little above your ankle with the little zipper. You know, coming in wherever you come from Cuba, you wear guayaveras. I, you know what I mean. You you come from uh, Germany, you do the lederhosen. You you wear the Celts. If you, it doesn't matter. Whatever it is, celebrate that which you came from, and have the cooking from wherever you come from on that day. So it doesn't it doesn't get in the way of the turkey. I think that Thanksgiving, I want a Thanksgiving where, you know what? I'm going to start celebrating that shit myself next year. I don't know what day it's going to be, but I'm going to have Turkey Day just be, look, the Thanksgiving normal stuff. You know what I mean? The 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 green beans and the turkey and the mashed potatoes and the pumpkin pie, whatever that is, that's cool. But leave that other stuff out. And then We'll have a day where we celebrate that, where you can come and bring whatever that food is. And that would be even better for me because I would love to be able to go to a friend's house who happens to be of, you know, uh, Russian descent and going and having beef stroganoff. And, you know, and I bring some tamales from Honduras that are way different from the, the, the tamales from Mexico. And we bring them and we all share them and we get together and, you know, I'll dress up like a Russian and they'll dress up like a Honduran and it'll be fun and funny and we share some facts about it play some games eat that food and celebrate the fact that we all americans pretty much is you know accepting native americans who are here and so few of them sadly that we celebrate where we come from at the same time that we celebrate we're here that would be a great fucking day you know what i want uh i want to do that next year 
at some point next year, I, I'm going to make that holiday just for myself. I'm going to make it happen with me and my friends and we're going to have just a great thing, you know, and I'll put it on, you know, I'll record it and show it to you guys. I just get the feeling that I, I, I just get the feeling that that would be a funner experience instead of it kind of like, hey, who brought this purple cabbage? Hey, who brought this? Oh, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, my mom and that and it's a little tiny conversation, but it always goes back to the Thanksgiving thing, especially for the kids. So do we want to? <clears throat> Do that. Oh, and, and here's the thing. Uh, another thing I wanted, to, I should have taken pictures, but I just, I couldn't. Um, and my son's school, they kind of reenacted the whole Native American thing. And, and then, uh, you know, the parents surprised the kids uh, with, we were dressed like uh, Native Americans and we brought the food for the little pilgrims and they dressed like pilgrims. And, you know, you kept it. I mean, yeah, we didn't talk about the blankets and the genocide and all that stuff, of course, which whatever. But I felt that it was it was bordering on f fucking very insensitive for sure. And look, the intent was beautiful. OK, a bunch of parents dressed like Native Americans, bringing food to the kids, making the holiday seem to them like, hey, it's a it's a gathering, a sharing. These people were hungry. These people helped them out. It, it was a beautiful thing in that respect. You know, not not thinking about everything that happened after that moment. But I wish I would have taken a picture of all of these parents, a lot of Hollywood parents who actually a lot of them went to the same place. All right. This Hollywood place to rent costumes and looking like Pocahontas and and the feathers and the whole thing. I mean, if you didn't know what was going on, you would have thought the most racist fucking people you have ever seen in your life. And I just wore like this poncho type thing. It was made out of leather. It's Buffalo hide. I mean, I couldn't, I had the feather thing, but I couldn't put it on. I was like, look, if my face isn't Indian enough, I don't know what is, man. I, I just couldn't go there. And the whole time, me and some of the people, I can't say who, were just like, are we being fucking racist? And they're like, oh, so fucking racist. It was so fucking funny. We were trying to be cool, but I... Yeah, I, I felt very weird about it. So anyway, I think that that we need to have a holiday specifically for the immigrant experience where we celebrate everything about the immigrant experience where maybe you get words and, you know, this is what it means over there. Or grandma tells stories about the old country or whatever it is. And you celebrate where you come from and you eat all that food. And let's let Turkey Day be Turkey Day because it's getting to the point where I can't stuff myself on turkey anymore because it got a ham. We got turkey. We got tamales. We got meatless meatballs for the vegetarians and the vegans. And this is not even going ethnic. It just gets more and more and more ethnic. And I'm saying, let's keep the ethnic ethnic, call it a different day, not pollute it with the whole Thanksgiving thing and the Native American and whatnot. Let that day be its day. Let that day be cranberry, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And then let's have whatever other day, immigrant day, be. And everybody has this. Everybody at some point comes from somewhere. So even if you're like, I've been living in America so long, that's fine. Go to Ancestor.com. Figure it out. Find out where you come from. Do a little research on the food. And then have that celebration of like, hey, everybody. So guess what? Yeah, that would be really cool, actually, if you just did it yourself. Fuck a holiday. But one day, you just went. Find out what your lineage is from your people, your ancestors. And then invite everybody over for dinner. 
and have a bunch of different different dishes from all these people. Or you could get, you know, five or whatever people in your family to, to cook these things and figure it out and bring it and go, hey, we're celebrating. Look, this is where we come from. Maybe you have a little chart, a little PowerPoint presentation where you go, this is our family. This is where we come from. And this is the stuff that you used to eat. And, and, and you just celebrate that and celebrate the fact that we love that we're here, that we can live this life, that we can live this amazing country and, and celebrate that. I think that would be fucking awesome. I want feedback on this idea. I really do. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wait to finish this conversation because I want to, I'm going to be hanging out with Cisco really soon and uh, tomorrow, I think. And when I do, I want to bring this up to him, see how he feels about it. And you know what I'll do? Uh, well, it's not like you're going to know, uh, but it's going to be like for you, it's going to be in two seconds. So in two seconds, I'm actually going to Skype it. I'm Skyping. I'm sorry. Uh, Periscope it if I have the bandwidth and then uh, maybe you guys can join in at the same time as we're doing all this. I think that sounds amazing. All right, guys, we will talk to you around the corner. The idea immigrant day. And by the way, what could be the good name? I think immigrant day is a good day, uh, but it's a little too on the nose. All right, guys, talk to you soon. All right. Welcome back to the show. I, I, I wish I could tell you this is the third time we're recording this segment we can't get this shit together we can't get this shit right <clears throat> it was my fault though it's 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 fucking like one o'clock yeah. in the morning and we're tired yeah so to recap and i'm sorry this is going to be short but look i'm not gonna lie to you and try to pretend and do something else <laughs> it's the beauty of this is the beauty of this podcast man we're in our hotel room uh in, yeah. in miami at the eb hotel by the way if you're ever in miami and it's a great hotel and you want to stay at a nice hotel uh it's right by the airport. Um, it's a very contained hotel. So once you leave the hotel, you're in another <coughs> place, in another zone. It's nothing like staying in Miami Beach or anything like yeah. that. But the rooms are amazing. And if you, yeah. you know, you want to get away. And, Just all the cochinadas that you do here. All the, all the sucio things that he does with his girl here. <laughs> but uh, so listen, um, last last time this is the third time I'm talking about it. So it, as it, as we speak more of it, it just gets shorter and shorter. And I'm sorry about it. But what happened is, as I said to you guys, I wanted to have a day, a day where we celebrate that. Yeah. And so Cisco said that at first he was like, "Fuck that! It's stupid! I don't get it!" And that next day, day, right? And then he was like, "Well, I kind of understand it." And then yeah. on the last podcast, he was like, "Well, you know what? I need to see it first. Yeah. But then it came out that when he was a kid, they used to do that. Yeah, at the school in my school, white school, it was right. we they had a day where everybody came dressed up as their country and brought and you know did like a presentation. Sometimes we do a potluck and bring food from whatever country you're from. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. I don't think they do it anymore though. I really don't. Right. I might ask my girlfriend since she's a teacher at a school, but I really don't right. think they do it anymore. I think it's awesome, man. I, I would I would love I would love and we were talking we got into the fact that it was funny because uh there's there's a thing called Mongu. Mangu. Mangu? Mangu. Mangu. That's a Dominican thing and it's plantains yeah. smashed up with smashed stuff up. In it. No, no, no stuff. It's just plantains and then on the side you have your salami with your red onions and your egg. So it's it's different. All right. So and then, then Mofongo, Mofongo, which, which is, is the same thing, but smashed up. they have shit in it. So they'll they put stuff in they'll it. They'll put pork, they'll put chicken, whatever well, it is. put salami in it. No, we put our salami on the side. But we then don't you mix eat it, it you just mix it in your mouth. That's sometimes we don't. I don't. Sometimes I don't like it like that. Sometimes I like eating my shit separate. The only thing I put together is the egg. All right. Well, here's what I find interesting. I think that it's kind of the same, but no, that's what this di- date. There's but a different see, taste, wait bro. Wait a minute. My point is. Well, first of all, the plantains taste the fucking same. Yeah, but they... All right, here's my point. 
I would love for you to find out where it comes from. Yeah. From a Puerto Rican to find out where it comes from. And on diversity day, for you guys to come over, to bring both of them, to yeah. see how different they really are, and to see why they're different and what makes so them different. So when we celebrate it, make sure you bring a Puerto Rican that brings no, them no, a phone no, go, yeah. so I could trump that motherfucker. <laughs> now, see, this dick is turning into a competition. I'm celebrating the differences. I'm thinking, you know what? I want to taste this. I want to taste that. I feel like it's a buffet. I don't care. You know what I mean? going to come and go. My food is better than everybody's. We don't like Puerto Ricans. Uh, yeah, I get it. Can you explain to people why Dominicans. Because uh, they're legal. No, but really, why? Because we really think they're stupid. Huh? We really think they're stupid and lazy. That's the honest truth. Right. Why? I don't know. Because we feel like, uh, like, I I don't know if you've ever been in the Dominican Republic, but like, it, like the poor parts, like when you go to the Dominican Republic to the poor parts, those fucker work. Like they work, dude. And they, they'll wake up at whatever time. And I've been to, I've been to dude, Puerto Rico. It's fucking. They, they work too. All poor people work, bro. Pretty hard. Especially in third yeah, world countries. I believe we're Puerto Ricans are lazy because they're citizens. You think they're inherently a little lazier. I understand yeah. what you're saying. And there's some, like, there's no science to what you're saying. But yeah. there's something to the mentality of the, it usually tends to be that people that have to work harder yeah. tend to work harder. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like an American kid that was born here. He's going to be like, I'm not going to fucking work at McDonald's. Are you fucking <laughs> stupid? You mean the one by the school? Yeah, I'm 17 years old. My friends are gonna see me working at McDonald's. Do you have any fucking idea? You know, it's that mentality. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Where if you bring somebody from a third world country, yeah, and tell them, hey, you're gonna make, you know, eight dollars an hour, yeah. they're gonna be like, what? What? <laughs> like, who do, who, do, who, who do I blow? Who, what do I have to do? Like, what is this shit? I'm gonna, I'm, how much drugs do I have to sell? You're like, no, do you just make burgers? Just make That's burgers. It. Those, those, they, they tend to work harder because yeah. they have to. They're hungrier because they need it. Yeah. And they don't feel entitled. Yeah. Whereas to when you're an American, there's a sense of entitlement. And so it's, I'm an American. I don't have to do that shit. Yeah. You know? So. I, I get what you're saying. I actually really thought that it came from, and I still do, that when a Puerto Rican is called a Dominican, they get really pissed off. But that's because of the undertones, though. By it. That's because of the undertones. And I thought, or I said, and I still think that you guys are, are just really resentful of that shit. Like it makes, because it makes you feel like what I'm, I'm fucking not good enough to be motherfucker. Like, like really? Yeah. Like what, what? What? How bad? How much of a difference is it? You know. Yeah. So then you guys got to go. You know what? In all actuality, you're the piece of shit. You're the fucking. You know lazy what? Though? I got to a point where I don't give a fuck anymore. If they, I get a lot of people that ask me if I'm Puerto Rican because my Dominican accent isn't is gone. Like I used to have like a Dominican accent. Now it's just a regular Spanish, no accent kind of deal. And everybody's like, oh, you're Puerto Rican. Cause you know, like no, my you skin. Still have an accent, bro. I, I can, I just, no, you still, you still have an accent, bro. You throw H's where S's go sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you do, bro. You don't say, you don't like you were, you were, you weren't saying Elvis Crespo. You were saying Elvis Crespo. I'm serious, bro. You were saying Crespo like that with an H in it. Do, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. So we're I'm, having a fight with Siri. Yeah. Yeah. We're. Oh, my God. Listen, guys, if you speak Spanish and you have a phone, an iPhone that's in English. Yeah. All right. Do me a favor, especially if you have um, the iTunes app that the iTunes music, music library, not library just your music, library, whatever, but yeah. iTunes music library. Dude. 
you the gotta ever. ask it to play shit in Spanish. Well, didn't we do it for it's, like 30 minutes? Oh, dude, it was fucking hysterical. <laughs> it was hysterical. Because it, what, what, what we're, did we do? Gente de Zona. We were trying to find Gente de Zona. Gente de Zona, yeah. yeah. And it kept saying, like, it, it played like Tiesto. Yeah, it played, yeah. I, it, I said Gente de Zona and it played, it played Tiesto. <laughs> and at one point, uh, I, it, I forgot what it said. I should have written it down. But you got to try this yourself. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, get to me uh, you know on Twitter at Carlos Mencia or Instagram or Carlos Mencia at carlosmencia.com please but tell me which ones are funny because the ones that we were yeah. doing were just hysterical were and there she's I was like gente de zona and she's like I can't find music for Oscar de la Hoya it just got a Latino name and threw it out there like hey yeah, it, exactly oh my god what I got it right here why don't we try it and see oh, what it yeah, does? Oh yeah, fuck yeah, dude, try yeah, yeah. it. So okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna play it right now, <laughs> and I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask Siri to play uh, a group called Gente de Gente de Zona. Yeah, and see what she says. All right, let me let me raise the volume so when she talks, it's loud. Here we go. Play Gente de Zona. Sorry, I couldn't find Heaven Fitness Juana. <laughs> you kind of got to do it. Play a song from Gente de Sona. I can't find anything by Hentini Sona. The fuck is that one? I don't know. Who do you want? No, you got to do it in like one in like the, okay. the just the, so I'll, the, I'll the American to... that learned right. English, that learned Spanish, but they fuck it up. Play a song by. Was that again? Cunt. Play a song by Genti D. Sona. So not it. So not it. What song is that? That's Tiesto. <laughs> that's that's Tiesto. All right. Dude, what was the hilarious. other one? Uh, uh, Santa Rosa. Uh, Gilberto Santa Rosa. Right, right. I'm not sure I understand. Oh, shut up, God. Play a song by Gilberto Santa Rosa. I can't find anything by Gilberto Santa Rosa. Jesus, she just butchered that name. <laughs> <laughs> she just fucked that oh one my up, God. dude. Do, do what? You you do it. You do the Albi Crepo one and say it right, what you say. All right, hold on. Uh, I got to do the thing. <laughs> no, you just got to hold it. Play a song by Elvis Crespo. Oh, that one you should do. Oh, she got it. It should get that one right. She got it. Because you didn't say it the way you normally say it. Besame. Elvis Crespo. Who, who Crespo. Is, who's another one? Oh, oh, look, look, look. Juan Luis Guerra. Okay. Juan Luis Guerra. Play a song by Juan Luis Guerra. I don't see Juan Luis Guerra on Apple Music or in your library. Did she call him a cuero? <laughs> Guerra. Oh, like Guerra. David Guerra? <laughs> Yeah, dude, you guys, I, I don't know it's who you fun. guys want. Love you, besándome otra vez. That's hilarious. She just butchers it, man. Uh, she fucks up every we did. We were trying so hard to, to have her play some Latino yeah. bachata. I say out of like 20 tries, she got it once, she, right? Yeah, she got But uh, did you see? Did you see play Tiesto when we asked for it? Yeah. <laughs> dude, that was hysterical. Uh, it, it was awesome. But, uh, but anyway, so I was talking to Cisco about the diversity thing, and then we came to that conclusion. Like, I, I, I can't wait. So next yeah. next year at some point on a Sunday, I'm going to get my friends together and I'm going to celebrate fun. that day. Then, 
it, it just came out that I just don't believe that Cisco's really in touch with his happiness. Cisco's had, I mean, you heard him. He said his first memory as a kid is is his dad beating no, him. No, they didn't record. That didn't record. Remember? Oh, that didn't record? Nah, you said it wasn't recording, right? Oh, right, no. So, yeah. okay, so I forgot. Yeah. So basically, uh, we were talking about celebrating and how he just doesn't understand celebrations. Yeah. He doesn't, but that's because he came from, you know, a culture and, and a religion where they just don't understand yeah. celebrating. Yeah. Jehovah and, Witness. Right. Yeah. And so I said, you know, y- 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 you just need to be happy. And he's like, oh, I'm happy. I'm like, no, <laughs> you, you, you know. And he goes, no, no, I'm happy. I go, dude, trust me. There's There was a time, there's been times in your life when you were really happy and th- th- when you were, you didn't act like this. Yeah. He's like, no, no, I did. So I told him, look, I'll help you. I'll help. I've been telling him that I was going to help him meditate for a while. Yeah. So we did this thing where it, instead of just meditating and going to no place where a lot of meditation is, is just about being empty and not yeah. thinking. Sometimes it's, it's kind of like a mix of that and hypnotherapy and kind of a thing. But I, I just kind of helped him get into a meditative state and I basically led him yeah. to finding moments in his life where, where he was really happy. The interesting thing was I told him that I get happy sometimes, so happy that I start crying. Yeah. I, I literally just tear up and because I'm so happy and he's like, that's fucking bullshit. You can't be that fucking happy and cry. <laughs> but after the hip, after he woke up from about... 20, 30 minutes of being in that state, he was all wiping his eyes and shit because he was fucking happy like that. But I want you to describe to them what you felt like at first. You, yeah. Like, go through the process. I'm going to be well, quiet. At, I want you at to first, know. At first, when we first started, it was weird as hell. Like, it was one of those things where it was like, you're like, all right, do this. And I'm like, oh, this is. And then you turn off all the lights. You close the curtains and it got all intimate and shit. And I was like, oh, this shit's getting weird. <laughs> It just, it, no, I didn't think you were gonna fuck me. Like maybe it was just fucking weird because like the only time I turn off the lights and close the curtains is when I'm gonna fuck. But it's just it's or just, go to sleep. Yeah, I guess so. But like it's, it's like just, we haven't slept together before in the same room. In the same room, not the same bed. Uh I never said we were in the same bed. We weren't even like you were on another side of a couch. Yeah. It wasn't a tiny room and I wasn't right next to you. Yeah. But whatever, it was still weird because like right. you had the music playing, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this is weird. So then uh, I put my two big uh, mega, <coughs> mega booms yeah. right by right, yeah. right next to him, right, right next, next to time. me. And uh, and then you told me to close my eyes. And then at first it was just really, it was really awkward. But then I was like, "All right, well, try it." You know, like, like I always like giving shit a chance. So right. I tried it, and then uh, I just slowly started drifting away yeah I could, like I could, nobody I could, I could feel it, by the nobody way. was in the room right even though you were talking i could hear you talk right i was out like i was, I was guiding you. yeah like i wasn't there like i was i understand and then i just started like like my whole i felt like i just started going into those places that you that stinking of those happy places and uh just like reliving those moments isn't that awesome yeah. though when you feel that because yeah did you, did you know your your brain at that moment doesn't know that that's not happening yeah like it honestly felt like it was happening at that time. But to your brain, it was happening. Yeah. And it was, it felt more like a film. 
if that made any sense like yeah like it was like i was watching a movie, of, a movie of me but you're feeling and i'm you're and i'm the star yeah like i'm the star and i'm in it right. and i'm just like it, it just felt great but the feeling is in a detached feeling yeah it was because i'm in more a movie you're watching yeah but you're not feeling what they feel exactly where in this i'm feeling you're remembering it. Yeah. exactly what you felt like and you're in yeah. that moment feeling and it was it was great like it felt it felt amazing and then uh I don't know. Like I just started thinking about like uh, my relationships and the first time I ever got on stage that wasn't comedy related. It was more, you know, in my high school and I was doing mm -hmm. hosting like open, uh, you know, talent shows, which are open mics pretty much. Oh, like the, like the local, like the talent show for the school. Yeah. Oh, I, I cool. used to host those. So I, I remembered how happy I was. Right. And like how I always wanted to do that. And then I remembered the first time I cried watching a stand up special, right. which is weird because I never talk about that. I never told right. anybody. And like it just came like Who all of those it, things. John Leguizamo. Uh, nice. Which one? The uh, the one where he was talking about his dad, his drunk dad. Uh, Spikorama. No, no. That. Uh, so not Ghetto Clowns. No. It was. Uh, it, it was the most popular one that I, I got like the dude, he got the awards on. Right. Um, where at the end he's talking like his dad comes in. He grab you know he's doing like he's like a gay Jesus Christ or something right, like right, that right. and whatever. So that so I remembered crying about that and then I remembered wanting to do stand up because I was watching stand up with my dad in the living room like I was on the floor he was on the couch we were both laughing and I was like oh, I want to do that watching my dad do stand up so like those happy things right you know and i was just in those moments and it was great like it was it was uh it felt great like it felt really good and then i started thinking about things that recently were happening so it, it was just i was very happy very happy for the next two days nice. like nothing nothing could take me like nobody could tear me down like i was like right. i look at my fuck you guys like i'm it. good so so it was what good. i was hoping for it's yeah it was good trying to get you there. i just gotta do it before wednesday now like i want to do it wednesday morning right before my competition right so yeah uh which is weird because then we were talking about like memories and stuff but my childhood memories were shit it's it you know what it they're not all shit no not not, not all of them were shit it was just right. you know it was uh, those happy moments that most of the childhood happy moments were me figuring out how I'm going to make my dad happy. And by the way, there's way more. Than, there's way more moments. That uh, you just, not you that just, many. Yeah, there are. You just you, the more you the more you like think about them, the more you go yeah. there. What about when you thought about yourself like in the future and you thought thought about yourself being oh, yeah. thin and looking yeah. fit and feeling fit? No, it's amazing. Like I, I had one. Uh, one thought like towards the end and it was it was very brief it was like uh one of those like sold out concert shows and i walked on fucking crowd went crazy fast yeah. forward to the end standing ovation good night nice. taking pictures with thousands of people at the end of the show which is wait it was like three in the morning and people were still waiting to take pictures that's fucking awesome right? yeah 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 so it was it, but it was one of the, it was brief like it was it was there and it was like attainable right but it was brief it was like you'll you'll get there but you just gotta work harder right so 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 like ever since that, like I've been writing new shit like every single day too. Sweet. Yeah. So it so it's it's very motivational too. And like I told you earlier, like my dreams are vivid as fuck now. Ever since I like. Well, you know what though, you gotta <coughs> you get. You know what what's 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 happening with you is what happens with most people. You know they start, they feel something, they do yeah. something good, and then they just kind of, you know, stop because they don't feel the same and they don't feel yeah. the energy or they don't feel whatever it is. Yeah. And then the farther away it gets, it's it's kind of like, 
you know, you, you're you're in the ocean and it's drifting away from yeah. your boat. And you don't seem to have the energy to go swim out there and get it back. Yeah. So you just kind of, you know what I mean? You're like Tom Hanks at the end yeah. when, you know what I mean? When, when he's did you, floating away and he doesn't have the energy to yeah. go get him. And but did when you started doing this med, med, uh, meditation stuff, did you start getting? Ago. Did you did you start getting like more vivid dreams? Um, because my dreams are like fucking crazy. No, nah, what ended up happening with me is when I just let go of all my of all my resentment and anger and I let go of when I when I just kind of said, look, I'm going to take control of everything. Yeah. I'm going to take control of, of my life. You know, t- times are different and I, I, I need to, you know, when, you, when you're a young comic in the late 80s, early 90s, the only way to get on TV, the only way to get known was somebody had to put you on a TV. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now you have a kid on, on YouTube, you know, that's got six, 10 million views. Yeah. Well, that's beyond the successful TV show. Yeah. That's that 10 million views is better than 80% of what television shows is on TV. Of, yeah. Of, of the, the hit shows. Yeah. And um, they don't get paid anywhere near what those hit shows. No, I mean, come on. Like, I don't know. I think it's what, 14, 15 million people watch like something around 15 to 18 million, maybe watch the uh, Big Bang Theory. And I think those guys get a million bucks a show. Yeah. And they do 22. And I know, I know like YouTubers that, you know, they'll make a couple hundred thousand a year. Something like that. Yeah. So, you know, but at the end of the day, there's a way to do it. So I'm ending this with kind of a cliffhanger because Tonight is Monday night. Tomorrow, I actually start recording oh, yeah. uh, my special. Um, and so I'm going to tell you all about it on the next podcast. And actually, well, yeah, the other shows are sold out anyway. It's not like they can yeah, get there. It's a small nah. venue. Um, They're done. Yeah. I'll tell you a little bit about it. It's in, it's in essence a, a really intimate club <coughs> that I've I've never done anything this small before, especially yeah. not for not not to record it, not to put it out as a special. But my idea, first of all, I don't have I don't let my ego or I try not to let my ego make decisions for me. I think a while back, I don't know how long, I definitely wouldn't have done this. Yeah, I would have said, oh come on. Just, People are gonna see me doing, and then they're gonna like just fucking judging myself, even as if those voices are even fucking relevant or important. So, I'm gonna do a special in an intimate venue where I'm not gonna be able to prowl the stage. I'm not gonna be able to run around. I'm not gonna be able to scream. It's gonna be much more, much more physical in a contained fashion, and. It's going to be different. It's just it's going to be different than anything I've ever done before. I'm actually really excited about it. And After watching all your specials. Yeah, the turnaround time is so quick. Yeah. Yeah, so you you I made you watch all my specials just to make yeah. sure there was no overlapping material yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And I'm really excited it's a, it's about a this. It's trip, right? It's it's crazy cuz like you see especially if you watch them from Yeah. From I went from old to, to new. Yeah. I went from old to new and then I would jump back to like uh my favorite one and then to you know the ones that i was like all right that's cool right like it's amazing just the progression right it's like holy shit everything changes man. yeah yeah it's, I know. it's different and i can't wait for you guys to see the next one and uh i'm coming out with an internet uh 
I got I got a TV show that's gonna come out. I'll be letting you know about that. But I also have this uh, small show. I was gonna start recording this week, but as it turned out, I didn't get uh, some of the equipment on time that I needed to do it. But uh, it's gonna be Carlos Mencia presents Ned's Head, and uh, I've I've talked about this a million times. Uh, my my birth name is Ned, um, so it's called Ned's Head, and it's literally just a floating head. That talks about uh, week's events and yeah. incorporated into a, into a very specific style, and uh, there's no arm movement, no you know, there's no anything except for my head. So there's a lot of really cool facial movements and a lot of uh, <laughs> it's just a lot of stuff that I, I normally don't do on my stand up. Yeah. And so Ned's head, I'll let you know it's going to be coming out for you guys. It's going to be coming out in a week because you're getting this on Tuesday. And I'm going to be doing it probably next Wednesday. So yeah. a week from a week when from this comes Wednesday. out, uh, Ned's head will be coming out. And I'm also doing, uh, I'm also going to be doing a stand-up show where I do so much like material that just kind of goes away after a while because it's current events. stuff that's current events. You know, maybe it's something, you know, like uh, when El Chapo escaped or Donald Trump says this. It's not stuff like that. And uh, we're just going to call it the hashtag. And uh, yeah. the hashtag is just going to be, it's going to be recorded every week in a different place because it's just wherever I yeah. am. I'm going to find a cool angle. It's going to be raw. Now, the audio, thank God, I already recorded the audio for my show. So it's not going to be like the echoey, yeah. shitty audio that you'd get if you're recording like on a camera or something like that. It's actually going to be, it's going to sound like a mixed with a high definition digital camera. But I'm going to put those out. So I'm going to be having the podcast, Ned's Ned's Head, and the hashtag. And I'm going to have another show. I'll let you guys know about that when it starts coming out on a cable network. And I'm working on some other stuff. So all of this, man, is uh, is just me finally um, implementing all the things that I wanted to do. And just look out, man. Look out. Because... Uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be everywhere if if you want and if you enjoy it and that's a beautiful thing, man. Uh, I'm in a greatest place and uh, just like uh, just like Mr. Dreamer over here, <laughs> my dreams not only are vivid, bro. I fly. I, yeah. I, there's there's almost never anything negative. I'm saving the world. You know that's what dope. I mean? Yeah, it's pretty crazy, man. Life uh, life happens for you. Just don't ever forget that life happens for you. And remember. Uh, on behalf of producer Bert, who's not always here, but always edits as well. <laughs> on behalf of Cisco and Carlos Mencia, a.k.a. Ned. <laughs> if you ain't laughing, you ain't living, baby. Peace.